Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for today. This is the day that the Lord has made and His word declares we ought to rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by Israel Hutton and the New Breed titled, Take the Limits Off. No Limits. Hallelujah. God bless you. No Limits. No boundaries, I see increase all around me. Say no limits, no boundaries, I see increase all around me. Stretch forth, break forth, release. Enlarge my territory. Can you pray these words with me? No limits, no boundaries. Come on, said I sing in Houghton says, make this prayer. He says, speak this prayer. The Lord, no limits, no boundaries. Hallelujah. This morning, beloved, I thank God for his power that is at work in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Beloved, there's so much in God that we can come to. God is unlimited in his power. He's unlimited in knowledge and wisdom. God is unlimited by anything. And praise the name of Jesus that God has created us in his image and according to his word in his likeness. That we should not be limited, especially in our minds. This morning I bring you this word of encouragement, which is also part of our seven days of prayer and fasting. That says pushing past the limitations of your mind. Amen. The book of Numbers chapter 13, verse 2 to 
33, I'll be reading in and out, tells us an account of how Moses was told by God to send 12 spies into the land of Canaan to spy it out. Now listen to what happens. The Lord said, send down men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Every tribe of their fathers shall he send a man, every one a ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. That means they were heads of tribes. And they came unto the brook Eshcol and cut down from there a branch with one cluster of grapes. And they bore it between two upon a staff. And they brought the pomegranates and of the figs. And the place was called the brook Eshcol because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from there. So this is what happened when they got to the promised land. They were able to cut down a cluster of grapes which was so big that it was carried by two men. And they returned from searching for the, after land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh. And they brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land which you sent us to. And surely it flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be stronger dwell in the land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb still the people from before Moses said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they are set unto the children of Israel, saying, This land through which we have gone to search is a land that eats up its inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw, in it were men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which came out of the giants and were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so were we in their sight. Wow, what an account. This account of the 12 spies that Moses sent by the instruction of God to the promised land, to spy it out, to see how the land is. This account is a classic example of how a person's mind, a person's mindset or thinking can put a limit on him or her. Beloved, your mind is the seat of government in your life. It is where decisions are made for the whole body to execute. The word of God declares that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Because you see, your mind determines your emotions, your will and your actions. That area of yourself is your soul, the soul, your soul part. Now, these 12 leaders of the tribes of Israel were sent on a mission to see how the land that God had promised them was like. And after 40 years in the land, and after bringing back a huge cluster of grapes, that had to be carried by two men. So you can imagine how big it was. 10 of the men, 10 of the 12, came back with what God calls an evil report. They said... Nevertheless, the people be stronger dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the sons of Anak there. Excuses, 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 excuses. Sometimes we make so many excuses 
why we can't do this, why we didn't do it, why we don't want to do this. And most of the time, if you look critically into the excuses that we have, most of them have fear as the base. People are afraid of change. People are afraid to try something. People don't want to do something because of fear of failure, and they'll make excuses. And these people had these excuses. They were afraid of the people. They were anxious about the size of their walls and, and all those kind of things. They brought back what the Bible says was an evil report. The Anakims were giants or descendants of giants, and they, they were afraid of them. They were afraid of the Anakims. They were afraid of the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Kenna. They were just fearful. Their minds were being limited by fear. Caleb, however, said, Bible says in Numbers 13, 30, Caleb still the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the 10 men were adamant. They said, they said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we are. We saw the sons of the giants, the sons of Anax, which come from the giants. And they said, listen to this, we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. We saw ourselves as grasshoppers. And so they also saw us as grasshoppers. Beloved, how you see yourself, what you think about yourself, will determine what you will do. And also determine how people also see you. If you see yourself as low, people will see you low. If you see yourself as unable, people will see you unable the same way. But when you see yourself in the light of God's word, beloved, people will see you the same too. Amen. Now, they made a decision based on the size of the men they saw there. Fear gripped their minds so much that they could not conceive even making an attempt. Caleb said, let's go. But they couldn't even conceive making an attempt. Why? Because fear had gripped their minds. And the most terrible part of this whole account is that in their decision that they couldn't go up against the people, they did not consider the word of God to them. It's because God has said to them, in Numbers chapter 13, God said, send, send these men to Canaan, to the land which I have given to the children of Israel. So, I mean, God had already given them the land. So, it wasn't a matter of them being able to possess it, take over or not. God said, I've given it to you. I'm giving the land to you. So, once God has said, I'm giving it to you, it doesn't matter or it didn't matter the size of the people or whatever danger was on the land. As Caleb has said, they were well able to overcome it. Whatever the dangers, whatever the challenges and the problems that were on the land posed, God has said, I'm giving you the land. Therefore, God will give them the power to overcome everything. Beloved, it's the same in our lives. You know, God has given us the power to do all things. The apostle Paul said, for I can do all things through Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing that dwells within me. Once Christ is in you, he has given you a power and anointed to do all things. It's all determined by how you think. You see, if you think you can't, then you can't. But if you think you can, there's enough power of God in you to enable you to do, to become. Hallelujah. God is giving you everything you need. Bible says he's giving unto us everything that pertains unto life and unto godliness. You are able to overcome if you put that in your mind, if you believe it, if you believe the word of God, you are able to overcome. Amen. God has said, I'm giving you the land. So it doesn't matter. Right now, as I speak, it doesn't matter what the, what things are up against you. It doesn't matter the challenges. Listen, they are not bigger than your God. Neither can they stop you 
or stop your God. Amen. Caleb said, let us go up at once. We can certainly conquer it. He said, if God be pleased with us, God will help us. Caleb was looking at God's word and was putting his trust in God's presence with them. That gives victory. And this is the word to you this morning. Stop looking at your circumstances. Stop looking around you and getting frightened and terrified and discouraged. But rather look to God and look to his word and be encouraged. Amen. God's word is true. If he says, I will help you, he will help you. And this moment, God says he will help you. Let the limitations break off your mind. You will succeed. You will make it. You will do it. It shall be accomplished. In the name of Jesus, whatever your hands have begun, you bring it to divine fulfillment by the power of God. God's presence with them will give them victory. This was Caleb's submission. But these men wouldn't listen. And God was so displeased with them that none of them lived to enter the promised land. Only Joshua and Caleb of the tribe. Because God said of Caleb in Numbers 14, 24, he said, but my servant Caleb, because he has a another spirit within him and has followed me fully i'll bring him into the land whereunto he went and his seed shall possess it so caleb had another spirit he thought differently and therefore acted differently beloved for as long as you keep your mind on the physical plane a lot of things will terrify you a whole lot of things will limit you and even stop you from achieving your purpose or anything in life your mind is such a powerful tool that it can be either for you or against you. It can either make you or make you. The difference between a successful man or woman and an unsuccessful one is often the mind. What you think about, how you think will determine failure or success. Truly, your mind, beloved, is also fed by your senses. Five senses, touch, sight, hearing, smell, and taste. And their organs, the organs in, in, you know, responsible for touching, sight and hearing, smell, all that. They send signals to the brain for perception, for understanding, to know what's happening. And then the mind formulates what to do. There's a reaction. So your five senses bring information to your brain. Your brain takes it in and decides the action, the course of action. And that is why it's so important that if you will break the limitations of your mind, you must not be controlled by your five senses. Because what you see, like how these people saw the Arakims, will terrify you. What you perceive will, will put so much terror in you. So stop being controlled by your five senses, but rather be controlled by faith in God and in God's word. Your faith, beloved, is the spiritual currency that overrules the dictates of the mind. So no matter what your senses are telling you, if you go over or beyond your circumstances and look unto faith unto God's word, which speaks another message. Beloved, you will come to the place of being unlimited in your mind. We must start working on our faith, faith over matter, faith over mind. That is what you have to do. And as you move in faith over matter, you will move from the realm of fear and timidity to the realm of faith, boldness, and courage. Beloved, look to God and look to his word. And his Holy Spirit will strengthen you to be able to do all things and to overcome all things. And I declare to you that nothing will limit you in life. In Jesus' mighty name.
the limitations must break now. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. Let me pray for you. This morning, I command every limitation to be broken off your mind in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that may the Holy Spirit be, be released and be poured upon you without measure. And I pray that the Lord God Almighty fills you and satisfies your mouth with good things, even in this time, that you may know and believe that he is God. God bless you and have a great day. But remember, if you have not given your life to Jesus, this is opportune time. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive him all my sins. Be my Lord and my Savior. Come into my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you, beloved. If you just pray this prayer after me, you are saved. Amen. And once you are saved, the Holy Spirit has come to indwell you. And there are no limits, no limitations. You move up and you move forward. Have a blessed day. But remember to share this good word with as many people as you can. God bless you as you share. Amen. You've sown countless nights. You've paced your floor back and forth. You've believed. You've stood on words that you have yet to see come to pass. But this is the time for rain. Ask for the rain.